What's up, AF game? It's King Solomon Jr. It is Mrs. Sutton. What's up, y'all? It's Superman Daddy. Hey, hey, hey. It's my big brother, grown man. What's going on? It's been a long time coming. Oh, Lord. No, we ain't doing that. It has, but we are back again just for you. This is part four. So let's get it. Let's go. First question to the panel. Why does the parent try to manipulate the child that has the custodial rights? I would say um, for power. Mm. Dominance mm. over the child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's a good point, grown man. Um, my response to that would be, I think is more so along the lines of, if we can't be a family, you can't be a part of your kid's life. So I'm gonna turn our kids against you because they live with me every day. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss my hat in the ring on this one, and I'm gonna go so far as to say, narcissism narcissism slash toxicity because what being a narcissist or a toxic person or those that had those traits basically it says i'm in control either you dance to my tune or you get off the dance floor period okay how does the custodial parent let's just throw a ballpark figure out there receive close to a million dollars for the child and let's say the scenario is they get evicted every year how does that happen say what now <laughs> what you say Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Run, run that back. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I heard you. Say that again. Hey, listen. How does the custodial parent receive close to a million dollars in child support and they wind up moving more than five times because of eviction? Okay. Uh,. I think I can answer that question when I say somebody has some seriously jacked up money management skills. Man, jacked up ain't the word. I I think that's a... Yeah, but I think that's one of them situations where you get the money and you think you a baller and you trying to please your partner so you spending all this money and then you broke and you ain't got nothing to pay your bills with. That yeah, that plays a part in it, and then also it's mainly a thing of well, I got this money, so I'm not gonna handle business. I'm gonna just fool around first, you know, or whatever, and everything. It's like pay your bills first. You got that kind of money coming down, and there ain't no reason why your rent shouldn't be paid. Oh Mark, you know what, grown man. It's just irresponsibility on the person's part. Okay. And, and poor decision making. Mm. Let's dive into it a little further. 
Why manipulate the child and say that the other parent does not care about them and don't tell the child the truth? Well, it goes back to what I said earlier is a sense of control mm-hmm. and bitterness. Yeah. And bitterness is written Pretty all much. over that. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's the situation. And then we got to kind of dive a little deeper into it and say, how did the parents break up? Because for whatever reason, the child is penalized for how the parents ended. Mm. So if it was a situation where it wasn't amicably, mm-hmm. if there was cheating involved or something like that, believe me, that child going to pay for it. Mm. Superman? Actually, I was going to take a, a slightly little different approach here, and that's a very good point. But, okay, as far as, like, the relationship going south, what if they did, dare I say, part on good terms, so to speak, but nine times, let's, well, let's just be real. Nine times out of ten, that wasn't it. Mm. A whole bunch of, once again, say it with me, toxicity mm. going on. And somebody, one or the other, got tired of the foolishness, and they figured, well, hey, we split up. The best way I can get back at you and everything like that is to keep your child, one, keep your child away from you, two, demand child support and everything like that. And then if I feel threatened in any kind of way, even if you're not threatening me verbally, physically, or any other kind of way, then I'm going to keep you hemmed up. You know, you're going to stay in trouble or I'm going to keep foolishness going because I hate the fact that we fell off in the first place. Okay. Let me uh, push this button a little further. Uh All right. Over the 18 years, you received close to a million dollars in child support. Uh When that child, say, becomes of work age and start working and say... That his uh, job that the child has pays them any bit from, let's say, from $600 on up every two weeks. Why do you also take 98% of that child's money? Oh, oh, let me dive that one. Back in the olden days... Come on. When your child became of age to work, your child brought you the paycheck. And they took all your money. If you was lucky, you might have got a dollar. A lot of these people that call themselves parents, because I'm sorry, that's not parented to me. I feel like I feel like this. You gotta work anyway. You would have to pay those bills whether you had me or not. Mm. So, what is the point of you taking my little money? I don't make nearly as much as you do. So, what is the point of you taking my little money? Now, different story if you're talking about the age of, let's just say, 21. And the child is living at home. They're not in college. They're not in trade school. They're not trying to do anything at this point. Maybe they're still trying to figure out their life. Okay, I can see, hey, pay this bill. 
not they whole paycheck, but pay this internet bill. Oh, pay your phone bill. Something to kind of teach them responsibility, but the kind of parent I am and will be is you, that money probably ain't going to pay your bill no way. It's probably going to be sitting in the account for you and when you you thinking you paying something, when in real life you just putting money in your account so when you get up out of my house, you good. Mm. And I've seen that happen before. (laughs) My turn. Are we ready? We're ready. It's a little something that I've heard all too often. You can't stay anywhere for free. (laughs) Okay, well, first of all, my thing is, are you that so raven? Are you psychic? Is there some kind of psychic ability that you possess that I'm not familiar with? Because only somebody that can see into the future would be able to actually make that statement and stand on it. But once again, I'm going to go back to this point. When we're doing that, we're taking the majority of that that person's money and stuff like that. That's because why that so-called older adult that's supposed to be responsible and holding stuff down, bad money management skills. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, and- they're taking they're taking that money because they have they've mishandled their stuff. They've gotten credit cards and stuff and have gone over the balances and everything like that. They've gotten out here and got furniture from Renaissance and stuff. Now they try they ducking and dodging the phone calls and hiding from the people and whatnot and everything. Just bills on top of bills on top of bills. So do you honestly think that that older person is about to sit there and let that younger person have some decent money to themselves, but yet they're struggling? Uh, no, that's not what's going to happen here. Mm. And it's only a select few people only a select few people, mm. as y'all mentioned, that would take that, that would collect that money on some, okay, well, this is your monthly responsibility or this is what, you know, you're responsible for or whatever, and then put that money to the side so that when that child does become of age or get to that point where they're ready to venture out into the world and stand up on their own two feet, they'll have a nice little cushion, you know, up under them. But nine times out of ten, if you had that kind of money coming in, why would I want you to be out from under me in the first place when I can just siphon all of that off of you? And then you still don't have anything to show mm, for it. But that's just me. Let me push the envelope a little further. Let's say the adults that have the custodial rights of the child gets remarried. Okay. Them and their spouse both have two jobs apiece along with receiving the child support for the child for 18 years. Why are Mm -hmm. you still taking all the child's money? I'm going to be honest. I don't think the answer is going to change no matter which way you ask it. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's straight up greed. Money hungry. Thank you. It's it's mismanagement of money. It's the fact that you want to live beyond your means. You that's that's somebody trying to buy top shelf liquor on a beer budget. <laughs> and, exactly. And when it boils down to it, I'm sorry. If you cannot afford it, you cannot afford it. Exactly. And I'm speaking from personal experience 
growing up as a teenager, when I got my first job, I kept $50 out my check. I gave the rest to my adoptive mother. She would cash my check out. Well, little did I know at that time, I had a whole bank account. See, that's what I'm talking about. That she was sticking that in. And the only reason I knew is because when we went out of state, she gave me my bank card when we went to the mall. Mm. Much respect. Much respect. And I was able to buy some stuff. Mm. Tell her I said thank you. Will do. But all Tell her of that, I said thank you. But all of that, you know, whatever, whatever, like I said, when it all boils down to it, it's mismanagement. It's I want to. I'm trying to or and they form it in a way of saying I'm trying to teach you responsibility. No, 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 no. You need to be teaching yourself responsibility. Thank you. Because okay. if you had responsibility, you wouldn't be trying to take my little McDonald paycheck. Yeah, I made this money. You didn't. Let's push it a little but further. They, but but they, they feel entitled. That's all there is to it. Okay. Oh, and I'm sorry. Before we move on, one last point. Uh, say it with me, everybody. Financial abuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's push this a little bit further, shall we? You know what? You're starting to remind me of uh, that game on The Price is Right. Yeah, that's what you're starting to remind me. going to fall off the cliff in a minute, but go ahead. Okay, so we're going to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Why do, do we believe that this will never come out? Oh, now you know what that is? That's just straight up arrogance and ignorance right there. And the fact that I actually well, who who's 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 gonna tell? Right. Because uh, as the custodial oh, because as the custodial parent, if I've done what I'm supposed to do, I've made sure that I've covered my tracks really well. Mm. I have made sure that I have cut all communications off between my child and the other parent. And my people on my side, they're going to back me up. Mm. So how, how are they ever going to find out in the first place? Oh. But y'all know what they say. Y'all know the old adage, what's done in the dark comes it's to the light. the light. Yes, it does. So, and, I, and I will piggyback off of that and say, people tell on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, not, it's not one of them situations where you will never find out. You just got to have ears big enough to listen. Because they will tell you. And especially, and people don't seem to understand this particular point, there's a reason why in the Bible it says, be slow to anger. Mm -hmm. And that's so many, that's on so many different levels. Do you ever notice that a couple of things here? They'll say, uh, uh, what is it? A drunk mind will speak sober thoughts. Yes, it will. That's one. And then another thing, when somebody gets really angry and they just let it all hang out, let all them words come tumbling out their mouth, 
that's when you start to find out stuff that you didn't even know what was going on. Oh yeah, and th- and those be the juicy conversations too, because when you exactly. when you the kid, and if you was anything like me as a kid, you was ultra nosy. So when you was told to go to bed, you found yourself on the steps listening to the conversations. And boy, when I tell you, you learned a lot. But even and if you even if you know how to see, I guess for me, I found mm-hmm. out a lot of information that my spouse didn't know about my spouse because I knew how to ask the right questions. And then too, uh, another thing you have to remember is when you got people that love to talk, mm-hmm. that's one of the easiest traps to set right there. You set them up with the right questions. Oh yeah, they're gonna answer them. Oh yeah, because now I, somebody I mean, a little ooh. bit uh, now somebody a little bit more crafty, depending, they're not gonna even get in a situation where you can ask them questions about anything to begin with. They ain't gonna want to come on a podcast. They don't want to do an interview because they're afraid that some truth about them will be exposed. Oh, yeah. And the best part about it is, is that when it comes down to it, again, you have to be strategic. See, I once knew a young lady and this young lady got a phone call from her father. Okay. And her father said, they're taking child support out my check. Call your custodial parent, and <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you can use the money. Pipe bomb. Uh oh. So she called the custodial parent. The custodial parent went on a full tangent. I'm still owed X amount of dollars and blah blah blah. To this day, they Re- still say that. Really? Oh, okay. So, but here's the, here's where I believe that some laws, and I'm going to ruffle some feathers here, especially for, especially for some custodial parents here. This is where I feel like child support laws need to change because, okay, up until that child is 18, perfectly fine. Why? Because that child can't get a bank account. They can't get nothing in their name. Mm-hmm. But when they become of legal age, and mm-hmm. since the child support laws have changed, where mm-hmm. if your child is 18, but if your child is going to college, you still have financial responsibilities, mm-hmm. then I think those financial responsibilities need to go straight into the child's bank account. Well, you know what? Before we even take it, to the next level on this how about the first change in child support how about the first law that be written into effect take a dna test because that'll cut out a whole lot of foolishness right there right then and there oh yeah Yeah. dna dna would be mandatory at birth uh, prior to signing the birth certificate and the crazy part about it it is mandated now in Tennessee. Yeah, it's it's mandated now in certain states, but okay. I I don't agree with the fact that it's automatically assumed that in marriage that child is who it is. You get ahead of me because you just led into my next subject. So 
before we get to that, I'm about to drop a pipe bomb. Here we go. How is it that the custodial parent makes the other parent the devil? Okay. Once again, mm-hmm. and I know some of y'all are probably going to get tired of this statement, but please feel free to correct me. But first of all, I feel it takes a certain amount of arrogance, ignorance, and bitterness, <laughs> along with some toxicity and or narcissism. Mm. Because Maybe all. It, right. It's yeah. not all. Exactly. Because if you're the custodial kid and you have, you know, you have the, the, the you have the children on a regular basis, they might have split custody, whatever the case may be. The fact that you two are no longer under the same responsibility, like the kids are with you, say maybe, um, <laughs> excuse me, say maybe a little more than fifty percent of the time. Well, now. You have to be painted in this light where you're the hero that flies in, you know, that flies in with the cape on and everything. And you holding holding this stuff down. You need your flowers. You need your kudos. You need to be patted on the back because you got the kids on the day to day. That you other need validation. Baby, right. Huh? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so in order for me to get the sympathy and the supplies that I really truly need, I have to mess up somebody's character and reputation even if I gotta lie to do it now here's the sad part about that while you running around here trying to mess up somebody's reputation (laughs) the good thing about this kind of stuff is again it will come out see this, this bitterness stuff is real funny because what I found is people who tend to slander other people are really just talking about themselves. Exactly. And then, and then my whole thing in a nutshell is, why would I give you credit for opening your legs to get me here in the first place? Okay, but see, you got to look at it like this. Even if, even when they say, like, well, more or less, like, what's, you know, what's done in the dark will come to the truth will eventually come out. But you have to look at it like this. How long has that custodial parent been able to fill that child or those children's ears with venom and such hatred and bitterness to the point of where when the truth comes out, the kids don't want to hear it anyway because they so entrenched and wrapped up in what mom and or dad, depending on who has who has the custodial well, title. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's take a... Well, since you proposed the question, let's say I don't know. That's just a round bark number. Let's say about mm, 30 plus years. Okay. That yeah. they had this time to poison a child, which is leading yeah. to the next point. Now, both parties have remarried but the one with okay. the custodial, would you stay with someone that you willingly know or you just want to turn a blind eye to 
continue to disrespect your child, would you continue to stay with them? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Nope. And if no, you stay, no, 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 no. okay. So why would you stay with that individual when you know the mental abuse that they're putting on the child that you had with the parent that you have deemed the devil? Well, another thing, too, is you have to look at it like this. If this person is willing to stay with that individual that has inflicted all of this mental abuse on the children in the situation. And I'm just going to take a stab in the dark here. Uh, but, yeah, this is his stepchildren. OK, well, first of all, if the custodial parent is allowing this abuse to take place in house. What kind of mental state is that custodial parent in? Mm. Because anybody in they, y'all say anybody in they right mind, they not gonna put up with that. You not gonna, you might treat me like that, but you're not gonna treat my kids like that. But either way, it's still gonna be messed up because then what the kids see is that oh well, whatever you call this man, you know, uh, boom boom, you know, the disrespected mommy left and right and this that and the third so. Because that's what I watched growing up, then that means that's perfectly fine for me to do to someone else. Mm. Well, I'm sure. glad you said that because now I have a question. And sure. th this is just out of the box. Let's okay. say the child is now grown and they're working, but because you fondled, mismanaged, mishandled, the money they're working but now you still taking 98% of the check now I will I, say that at some great. point yeah. at some point the mentality of the child has to kick in uh, uh, and, and the only reason why I not if you're that, manipulated true but the problem with that is is your life is quote unquote notice I said quote unquote is mm -hmm. literally controlled up until you're 18. Once mm -hmm. however because if they're still let's just throw this out there if they're still getting financial benefits but they, from the other parent but they're for not, that child. But they're not if that child did not continue on with education. So any monies that is received after the age of 18, if that child did not do continuous education, is back pay. So, and let me go ahead and just help y'all After Effects family out. For all the bitter custodial parents, oh, well, I don't see half that money. You got to pay taxes on everything. So, if your child was getting any kind of government assistance, uh, insurance, welfare, whatever, whatever, you got to pay that back. So you're not if your if your child's father or mother is supposed to be paying you a thousand dollars a month, you probably only about to get six hundred of that. So let me just go ahead and shoot that down. So let 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 me put this out there: the custodial parent has pretty much the free reign. Because they done made the other child 
not the other child, but the other parent, the devil. Mm-hmm. That child that you have manipulated into believing that the other parent was the devil mm-hmm. informs you, let's just pick something out the air, that mm-hmm. your current spouse came up to their job, made her sing in front of that child's co-workers and stated, give them the money that is owed to them and did that in front of the, all the child's co-workers and said that you better be ready by the time I come back and get you. What is What would be your response? Oh, my child would be ready, all right. Ready, ready with a suit in my hand. Mm. Wow. Or a um, dress if it's a girl. Because cause we about to go to a nice black tie affair. Okay. I see I got y'all stumped. Well, let me throw another one at y'all. Uh, I don't think nobody's stuck, hon. I, I just think they're trying to find out how to answer. I know. Right, right. Let, let me say this. It's not so much that I'm pondering how to answer. I'm just trying to figure out how to answer without being offensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> let, well, I might as well just pile this on. Okay. Another scenario we're going to pick out of air. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the custodial parent and the child. Let's mm-hmm. say the child is out with your current spouse. And mm-hmm. because that child is single and not in a relationship, your spouse gets your child in front of a whole bunch of people. And begins to slander them by calling them, and we mean no disrespect when we use these terminologies, names. Uh, very offensive slur names, and questions their sexuality. That's, that sounds like a lot of animosity. And I guess for me, my whole thing is, and, and I don't know, maybe just because I think differently, but the fact that you're able to pocket all of my earnings every time I get paid and do with that money what you will, what does my sexuality have to do with the money that you're taking from me? Right, because my money ain't got a sexuality. Exactly. So it's, a shame. it's called it's called shame and insult. That's all. Mm. Okay, let's take it a bit. Let me say this. Uh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm Go ahead. I'll say, well, the one individual that I saw, seeing as how they look like a, a black Albert Einstein with their hair standing up on there like they stuck their finger in an electrical socket looking crazy don't have just cause to say anything to anybody period mm-hmm. the last time I checked uh, wasn't gracing the covers of any uh, GQ magazine Ebony or anything else but hey that ain't nothing my business so. or furthermore than that 
you ain't got the right to call nobody nothing, especially if you a hundred married to a two year old. Excuse me. Oh gosh! Okay, I'm stupid, man. So, so if we want to talk about grooming people and, and trying to embarrass them, I I would think you would be the one embarrassed because that's called child grooming. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, well, well, we're gonna push it a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Let's say again the custodial parent and the child. At one point, the child gets sick and tired of the disrespect that your cur- that the current spouse is giving to that child. Mm-hmm. And they decide to throw a cup of hot water on your child. How do you respond? All the bets are on I'm going to jail now. It's <laughs> here. <laughs> I said we'd be locked up. Because uh, if I'm going to jail, I'm going to make it worth my while. They won't let me out, no. They won't let me so, out. Yeah. I'm locked does, up. I, does that answer your question? <laughs> right. Yeah. Daddy trying to find a motive. Why do what I do? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Right, right. Can we get an insanity plea for 1000 Alex? Okay, well, let's, right. let's go a little bit further. You are a full-blown witness to the fact and you've heard about your current spouse and the other child because of the mental and physical manipulation abuse that the children have went through, let's pick something out the air. Let's say they both pulled guns on each other and your spouse threatened to shoot the oldest child. I'll take that gun and I'll be spouseless. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. Can we run this back real quick? Okay, just to remind everybody... Neither one of these children belong to to this to this man. Am I correct? That would be correct. Oh. They pull a gun on each other, and he decides that he's going to want to end the oldest child. Yep. <clears throat> because uh, the oldest child has gotten fed up with the disrespect that has happened I don't know, let's give a nice little number, 20 plus years mm-hmm. but but the thing about it is, I have to say this, to answer the question, I will simply put, the term that was just used is child grooming how do you expect somebody to stand up for somebody else when they were manipulated themselves. Because there is a mental capacity that goes with certain age groups. So, 
if I can make you believe because I'm older than you that I can provide you with the world, knowing that's a lie because I'm broke, then turn around and pimp you out so that you would pay my bills and take care of me when I no longer can do the things I'm doing, which you knew was going to come quicker for me because I'm 100 years older than you. Uh-uh. So, why, if I'm manipulating you, how hard would it be to manipulate your kids? And how hard would it be for me to treat your children any old kind of way if I got you as a child? So, wow. basically, I'm daddy to everybody. I'm just married to one. Mm. So, I'm going to treat all my kids the same. Ignorance is no excuse. I agree. But I'm just telling you, that's the mind frame. Because if I would have been dumb enough to marry somebody significantly older than me, then I can't get mad at that person for treating me like a child because you're old enough to be my parent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Take it a step further. In this particular case... In this particular case, I think it's just this individual because there have actually been some marriages where it's been a significant age difference and it's actually worked out quite nicely. This is just one of those special ed cases that it didn't. (laughs) Murder is the case that they gave me. Well, let's take it a step further. Okay. And this is a pipe bomb. Here we go. All right. Why would you, let's say, the child decides they want to get married. Mm-hmm. And the spouse decides that before they get older, they want to become an ordained minister. Okay. And... Notice you said they decided, not God decided, but continue. They, because they didn't get a chance to officiate mm-hmm. the child's wedding, mm-hmm. they now treat the child like a puppet because of something that he helped raise. Which would be, let's just give or take, the child of his child. In other words, the grandchild. That would be correct. Got it. Well, let me help you out with this one. Then I'm going to let the the panel have it. I go back. One... You made a very poignant statement. You said they chose to be a minister. Not one time did we hear that the good father, the good almighty, ordained this being a minister. There is a difference between God calling you into something and you calling yourself into something. That's one. Number two, <coughs> if the partner is the one who decided 
that they didn't want that, should you take a good hard look at yourself and figure out why that is? Because mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's just me and Panda could chime in on this. I ain't one that a, I don't even like everybody touching me. So I surely ain't gonna have everybody governing over my marriage. Just because you carry a title of minister. Exactly. Mm. Cause let me say this, you got a lot of so called people of the cloth that's living really foul. Man, what? So This is why I stopped going to church. You care to elaborate on that grown man? Because, you know, it, it, it goes back to hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Goes back a lot because, you know, pa- people are not really practicing what they're preaching. Just like they're, they're, they're interpreting the Bible into their own understanding and, mani- and mentally manipulating the crowd, mm-hmm. shall we speak? Okay. Why, 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 do I want to, why do I want to lean in somebody else's understanding? Mm. That's like that's like that's like uh, you know the blind leading the blind, yeah, mm. or or the hunter leading leading the kill to the slaughterhouse. Mm. Right. Thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. well, since we already here, let's go to it. Why, let's say, the child and their spouse get a wonderful opportunity to. Move to a different town, mm-hmm. but you are a hundred percent well aware that this child, other parent, lives in that exact same town. Okay. Why would you do your one hundred percent best trying to convince that child not to go? Because there's a good chance that that child might, that curiosity might be eating away at them, and they might decide to reach out to that other parent. Like, if nothing else, just on some, why didn't you want me? Or why didn't you stick around? Or what have you. Afraid that the truth is going to come tumbling out. Mm. Most of the time it does. Mm hmm. Okay, well, let's give a part two to that. Let's say the other parent <laughs> comes with receipts, and they tell you. I just go get my popcorn ready. Yeah, right. you you, you right. better because this is about to be a wing dinger. The custody, the other parent tells the child when the child asks, "Why weren't you there for me?" Mm-hmm. That parent says, because I had to make a choice. Either get into it with the particular party that your custodial parent is now married to, Mm. or step back. Mm. Which was the hardest decision I ever made. They Mm. further tell the child of some information Let's just put it out there that that child knew for a fact there is nowhere on God's green earth they should have had that information. Mm-hmm. They informed the child, 
about the health issues that they has as a kid. Let's just throw something out there and call it the baby seizures that the child had outgrew. But let's say when COVID came, it brought up brought back the baby seizures, and this is why the child is experiencing some stuff post COVID. They further informed the child that the braces that the child was supposed to still be wearing to this day, mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking, they owe $7,500 for that. And after that, they owe no more child support and was able to tell the child exactly how many times, hypothetically, as we said earlier in the show, they had been evicted from their home. Mm-hmm. Wow. Go ahead. Okay. Um, what it would seem to me is, correct me if I'm wrong, but when it comes to like certain information, wouldn't that come under like public records? Hmm. It surely would. Okay. Public records, for one. Um, Possibly, if you're paying child support, possibly through child support, you might be able to find out, like, what's going on, you know, or whatever the case may be. Because after all, your child is in the care of that custodial parent. Right. So... Why would it be? Why would it be kept a secret that your child is now potentially homeless? Because perhaps that parent parent is still collecting benefits. Mm-hmm. Wow! And if they, if, if that's a twist, if they, if it gets if if word comes back that homeless, then there's going to be penalties to pay. And possibly jail time. Oh, and my personal favorite, let's not leave this out, but how about the fact that the custodial parent might end up losing custody of that child because they can't seem to keep a stable roof over their head? Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, it's just like Michael Jackson said a long time. If you can't have the baby... But if you can't feed the baby, then don't have the baby. Yeah. And don't pick the baby if you can't feed your baby. Mm. Yeah. Cause it, like, put it out there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, this is real life. The child okay. knows for a fact. There is certain information that you only would have been previewed to <laughs> if you had the receipts and you was helping paying for this stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's just, again, to a question that was proposed earlier. You're receiving close to a million dollars in child support over 18 years for the child. The mm-hmm. custodial parent and the current spouse both have two jobs apiece. Where's all that money going? Oh, to frivolous things. And you know what? Knowing what I know now and everything like that, just out of curiosity, is it possible that 
they could be brought up on charges. It's a, that's a federal offense. Yeah. Mm. Because the monies that was being received was for what purpose? To support child. a child. How are you supporting that child if you keep getting evicted four and five times? Mm-hmm. And now y'all y'all know uh from experience, you know, let's just say back in the nineties, what rent was what, two, three, four hundred dollars? Something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. So you receiving all this money, uh can you please ex- Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. What what is called is this, I'm I'm going through this money like Grant went through Richmond. Hmm. It's not so it's really not about me doing my due diligence and taking care of my child like I'm supposed to and put making sure that I put aside, you know, some decent money to secure his future. Hmm. I'm I'm living the high life but then again it's like how high of a life can i be living if i keep getting evicted from every place i move into right and that 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 is the craziest thing i have ever heard in my life like how how in the world does that even remotely happen that cannot mm-hmm. happen unless you do you're not doing what you're supposed to because for the fact Again, number one, you didn't want that child to have a relationship with the other parent because you done made the other parent out to be the devil. And then you told the child that the parent abandoned and did all this crazy stuff. They was abusive and manipulative. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but what I learned in school was mental abuse is just as bad as physical if not worse. If not worse. Exactly. But, like, I believe Mrs. Sutton stated earlier or whatever, typically what happens is the nine times out of ten, the person that's accusing, the custodial parent that's accusing the parent, the absent parent of what's going on, nine times out of ten, they're the one that's actually guilty of the stuff that they're accusing that other parent of. So mm. if they're saying, oh, that that you know, well, he was abusive, he was controlling, and this, that, and the third, or whatever. You know, he 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 was violent. Who's to say that that wasn't you doing that? And one day he got tired of it, and the one the one time that he decided to return that energy, that's when you want to play the victim. Yeah, why not just tell the child the truth? Just tell the child. Too much like right. Yeah. Exactly. Telling exactly. the truth means doing something that people don't like to do, and that's be vulnerable. One to accept accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the one thing I've always done with our child, I've always told the girl the truth, no matter how raw and uncut, uncut it was. I've always told her the truth because, mm-hmm. see, now you got the custodial parent side. And then mm-hmm. now the fact that the child and the other parent is starting to have a relationship, now you have their side. 
And but now, do you really want to know? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you really want to know why the custodial parents have a tendency to do that? Sure. Because heaven forbid they're looked at as anything less than perfect. Mm. They don't ever want it. They they want to be the one to take all the credit. So basically, if they could if they could have their way about it. They didn't even really truly need you. They got pregnant of their own accord, or dare I say, immaculate conception. Wow. And I brought this child into this world. I did this by myself. I took care of this child by myself. And it wasn't easy. So now you want all these accolades and, you know, uh, kudos and pats on the back and everything like that. But the thing is, remember, it takes two people to make one person. Mm. Yes, because the custodial parent, I, and, and I, I can say this because I've uh, been close to the individual that went through this, and they told that the custodial parent has no problem with telling the child all the things that they've done, but yet that child is approaching 40 and has never been to uh, Walt Disney World, but all their cousins and stuff have. Um, when it was time for that child to get engaged because they put up some money, um, it wound up being they showed up late and because of that, engaged. yeah, they was okay. they, they showed up late to their child's own wedding. Now is they, they didn't show up at all. Yet now is that the child and the uh, the spouse owe another wedding. What's your thought? No, they don't. You no 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 they don't. I, I'm calling I'm calling foolishness on that one yeah, because yeah. of the simple fact you knew. The time, the date, and the place. You intentionally, and let me say this again, you intentionally did everything you could to be late. Miss that event. Thank you. And miss that event. Because trust and believe in me, if that was something that you really wanted to be in attendance to, ain't nobody going to miss it. Come on, somebody. Okay. Well, before we got about six minutes left, and we get ready to get out of here, so I got one more bomb, but this is gonna be a timing because of that, and that child decided to break away from. Why are you trying to turn their sibling against them? Because I couldn't control one, so why not control the other? Or at least attempt to. Right. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Mm. Because yeah, I'm a, I'm a in their mind, one mind. one is going to be impressionable. Mm. One's going to be okay. You'll do what I say. And in some cases, it doesn't necessarily just stop. Like it, it, it does, it's not just the storyline between the siblings. That can go through the generations too. For yep. example, you have an adult child and everything, and it's like. The little stuff, the little stuff that they used to do, kind of like doesn't doesn't phase that adult child. So who do they target next? They target the grandchildren. <laughs> and unless 
Ah. And, unless that, and unless that grown child slash parent steps in or somebody steps in to shield that child from that food, then it's going to be this vicious cycle that's going to continue down through the years just like it's been doing. Wow. Lord have mercy. Listen, that was the greatest segment ever. And I thank God we've been brought back here together. But for grown man, Superman's daddy, Mrs. Sutton, and I'm the engineer himself, King Solomon Jr., we want to say Happy New Year. Yes. God bless Happy y'all. New Year. And in the words of grown man, the whole slogan for 2024, no more in 24. There it is. Yep. So you guys take this segment as a lesson learned. Take from it what you can, what you feel like you can't. Keep it moving. Believe the past in the past. And as the sermon went on forward today, push forward toward the mark and let's move forward. Happy 2024. Peace. Deuce.